Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bright Comedy. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I have my beautiful wife and co-host, Rebecca. And we're going to talk about all of those problems that make you feel broken inside. That it makes you feel like you're unwinding at the seams. You feel like you're losing yourself. You feel like you're losing your mental health. And you feel like... For all the work that you put into your life and your career and your happiness, that sometimes, no matter what you do, you just don't seem to be making headway. And so we want to talk about that. And I'm titling this episode, Feeling Broken and Out of Gas Only Proves That You're Still Sane. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you guys, we're working hard. You're working hard. We're all good people. And we need to get it off our chest when we're not getting the recognition that we deserve. Gosh darn it. So that's what this episode's all about, is we're going to talk about uh, our responsibility levels versus our sense of entitlement for a perfect culture and society. Uh, Where do we draw the line between uh, wanting too much out of life and uh, just desiring uh, a society that functions uh, where we don't have to have a rising cost of living and uh, lower cost of wages? We want to find that balance We believe that our culture gets better when we get better. Our culture gets better when we help one another. And that's what this episode's about. Uh, We're going to talk about some controversial subjects like uh, religion. We're going to talk a little bit about politics. But we're doing it uh, not to be hurtful or hateful, but we're doing it to let you guys see that, you know, we all get frustrated from time to time, and we got to get those things out. We have to learn to process our feelings because we're all feeling broken from time to time. All of us. I don't care who you are or what you look like or how uh, poor or rich you are. Uh, at the end of the day, we're all broken sometimes. And so sometimes we have to learn ways to get better and to heal and get through it. And that's what this episode is all about. So thank you for your support. You can support us at Patreon or PayPal at Chef Bright Comedy. At the end of the day, you guys, we are here to help the struggling working class. We're here to help people's mental health, and we're here to help the regular people in the world, and that's what we're all about. So let's begin. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bright Comedy, and today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is Friday, and... Uh, I feel kind of ironic uh, admitting it because my last episode was Friday vibes every day. And I'm not having those Friday vibes today, boy. Um, <laughs> um, and that's why I wanted to talk about something that I think we all go through from time to time. And that is feeling broken. Feeling just broken. Feeling like your life's unraveling. Feeling like you are unraveling. And so today's topic, I'm calling it feeling broken. And that's not always a bad thing. And uh, I've got my uh, co-host and my wife, Rebecca Russell. Please say hi to the folks. Hello. So, you guys, I try very hard. Uh, You guys know this. I've been doing this for a little while now, and I've got three seasons out so far. And uh, I'm always trying to stay positive. I'm always trying to be forward-thinking. I'm always trying to do what I can to stay happy, stay in control, But sometimes, despite our best efforts, we can unravel and just fall apart. And sometimes sometimes there's a catalyst, something that's acting upon us, and sometimes it's nothing at all. And so I wanted to kind of have a discussion about what it feels like to be broken and just not feel good enough or feel like the world is losing its uh, sanity. Uh, I just want to go into all of the, the feelings that we feel when we're feeling broken down. And so 
we'll go, we'll kind of I have a list here, uh, just my uh, show notes, and uh, we'll start here. Uh, feeling broken down, emotionally empty or uninspired, and physically out of gas or unwell. Now. Um, I don't really have any reason for that, but uh, I just feel like, well, I do have a reason. I've been having a string of headaches and migraines all week. Yep, same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the weather, you know, like you you wake up and it's like sunny yesterday and it's gorgeous. And then today it starts out sunny and then it t- turns gray and then it gets windy and then it Very rains. stormy all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. and it just it's hard when you come from the land of sunshine like we do. And you're trying to, because we've been here for, what, seven years now? And still, still, we're having problems with the the sudden weather changes. Because the thing of it is, is that in the summertime, it's sunny all the time. And in the winter, it's rainy all the time. So those little in-between times, like in spring and fall, is where we have the most amount of trouble. And um, some people have no issues with that, like my mom. She's, you know, say what you want. You know, am I a physically tougher person than my mom? Absolutely. But she, boy, she don't get headaches for nothing, you know. And some people just built that way. And I wish I was that way. But I don't know why I'm so hypersensitive to migraines and headaches. But, uh, boy, is it the truth. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah. You know, but uh, what do you think about um, feeling uh, broken down? What do you think causes that? What do you think it is? Are we just, is it, is it trying to adult too, too long? I think it's a lot of things. I think definitely that just trying to, trying too hard for too long. Yeah. And it just, sometimes you get to a point where you just, you hit your wall. Yeah. Because like last weekend, I'm like, I got my big, I call it my big push where I'm going to push the show and I'm going to get folks to understand my Patreon and what we're growing and all this stuff. And I'm putting my heart and fucking soul into this you guys i really do care about people i really do care about this world and i care about the struggling working class i care about people's mental health i care about empaths and introverts and all those awkward shy folks those regular folks out there you know because the vast majority of us aren't wealthy the vast majority of us aren't super ripped and shredded bro (laughs) you know and i think i don't know after a while social media starts becoming this um thing where it almost does more harm than good don't you think it definitely can yeah it it depends on where you go within social media and who you're interacting with well absolutely because i do believe you 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 hit the nail on the head because i'm at a point now where i you know all of my you know because i've talked about it in my first season how i was like (laughs) practically gonna i was i i was getting a week long jail sentences in facebook jail (laughs) And now I have no red marks at all. It's all been erased because I don't interact in the uh, public sections anymore. Yeah. Um, and I do belong to groups, but I'm very kind of mellow. I don't, when people say stupid shit, I just ignore it now. And you're the yeah, one that's become the little, little shit talker. I'm, I'm toeing the line these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to get in Facebook jail one of these days. I know. She'll tell me some of the things she's arguing. You know, it's usually political. And I'm just like, oh, babe, that's going to get you, in fa- land you in jail. Sometimes I don't care, though. It, it's <laughs> Sometimes it's worth it. When it happens, it'll be worth it. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it, it would probably be your first offense, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, yeah. Twenty. I think you get a twenty-four hour warning. Your first one's a free mm-hmm. freebie. So <laughs> I know. I know this really well. <laughs> you <do. laughs> first, you get a twenty-four hour warning, 
and then you get three days off, then you get seven days off, then you get seven days off again, and then after that, I think it's a month. I haven't gotten that far. You're the expert and our friend Erica. Erica. <laughs> yeah. Erica. Hi, Miss Costello, you <laughs> naughty girl, you just like me. Oh, goodness. But yeah, I'm just feeling like, ugh, headaches. I'm feeling like trash. And, and then when you're doing all this, everything, you're putting all of yourself into your work. You're putting your heart and soul into it. And, and you can, it's not that you think people don't care. You fucking know motherfuckers don't care. You know it. Yeah. You know it. And I know I have a handful of fans and I know that this is going to grow and I know I have to be patient. But in the meantime, when you know for a fact that nobody's listening, when you know for a fact that nobody's contributing, when you know for a fucking fact that nobody gives a shit, you're like, ah, what the hell, man? And, um, and maybe I shouldn't be saying that, but fuck it, you guys. But then you'll think nobody's listening, and then yeah. I'll have coworkers that'll say, "Oh, hey, I heard your husband say this, or I heard you well, say this." Or- and, and we've gotten lots of messages and emails of people who really are like, "Dude, you guys are doing good work," because that's what we're trying to do. At the end of the day, you guys, what we're trying to do is identify regressive and tyrannical systems so that we can ship shape this fucking country, man, and get it back, give it back to the people. Jesus fucking Christ, it's a top-down economy, and, and that's the thing that really bums me out is that top-down economy, and, and, then, and then it's so closely connected to everything we do. I love nerd culture, I love MCU, but then you think about all these wealthy actors and actresses, and it's like, how can you get away from that feeling that you're not ever going to be as rich or as good looking or as good or as your career is never going to take off like these other people and and they get all this validity every day they get gift baskets and adoring fans every day letting them know how beautiful and perfect they are while the regular folks like us are like chopped motherfucking liver we're like ah what what am i ugly or something and you almost feel like it like like the world is only uh it seems like the world is only rewarding the beautiful people, the obnoxiously wealthy, the sophisticated folks, the fancy pants of the world. And while I'm not a jealous person, I don't get that way. I don't get petty. I stay in my own lane and I don't hate on people. But God, man, when you're unraveling at the seams and you're putting your heart and soul into your work and, and, and you get, and you see the work someone like Joe Rogan is doing, no offense to Joe, just using him as an example. Is that Joe fucking Rogan, man, is such a little fucking turd. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck good is he doing for society, man? And he's making, like, millions and millions of dollars. And while I think he's a nice guy, God, if I had that reach, oh, my God, we could change the world. But instead, oh, Joe Rogan, he's going to weigh in on Will Smith for us. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. Although, to be fair, everyone did. <laughs> hey, you want to? We could do it. We haven't weighed in on Will Smith yet. Do uh, you want to know my opinion on Will Smith, real quick? Sure. <laughs> I think what he did was fucked up. Right? Yeah. I think what he did was wrong, was and he knows it's wrong. Um, I I am very anti cancel culture. Um, I do believe people who do criminal acts deserve to get punished uh, within reason. Um, but I do believe that uh, he fucked up. He knows he fucked up. And instead of canceling him, uh, we should uh, uh, just know that he's human, know that he had a brain snag, and, and know that he went on a brain tear, and he fucked yeah. up, and he knows he did. And, and why cancel him? Just let him be human, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I think everything's going to play out. I mean, just today they said he's been banned from the Academy Awards for 10 years. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I like Will Smith. Um, I like Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock handled it with class and grace. Man, he didn't fall apart or nothing. He didn't skip a beat. And I thought that was very cool of him. And uh, and it's just so unlike him as a person because we're always so used to him being this really comedic guy. Um, and he lost his shit. And it, it, I think it really goes to show how insecure he's becoming lately with his wife. You've, when you've been together with someone for a long, long time and you feel like you're losing that person, I feel like he's... Because he was laughing at that fucking joke. He's like, ha, ha, ha. He looks over and he's like, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be well, mad. And, the thing with and he overreacted. Like it's almost like he was trying too hard. Yeah, and they're they're in a way bringing it on themselves because they're airing all their stuff in public. Like mm-hmm. they don't have to. Yeah. So they did that on purpose, and now he's feeling a way about it, and right. now maybe wishing he hadn't. Mm, yeah. And yeah. But like you said, he's human, and he fucked up. And yeah, yeah. And I like both of them, and and. I, I really don't think it's that they're bad people. I think celebrity culture is just becoming so fucking entitled. Like, they really do get everything better than us. They have yeah. better homes, better clothes. Everyone yeah. loves them and adores well, them. They're and, not used to reality. And, and so when reality creeps in, they're like, oh, they don't yeah. know how to handle it. Well, and it's their version of reality. Their version of reality is being banned from the Academy Awards. Another <laughs> a, a regular person's reality would have been being fucking thrown in jail wrestled to the ground and thrown in jail right right yeah well and i get really tired of living in a top-down economy because we always have but it's become to the point where i mean there are certain tiktokers and celebrities and youtubers and influencers who literally seem to get off on being plastic and fake and looking rich and like that rich cheap gaudy look that like I shop at the real real thing. <laughs> no, but real real is for the poor folk. Oh, that's a, is that why they all look hand. like they're wearing their yes, their um, second hand? Yeah, they and they look like they're stuff. wearing their their papa's clothing. <laughs> it's all oversized and salmon and gold. It's like Jesus Christ. Could you get yeah. some uglier colors there going uh-huh. there? Oh, <laughs> uh, we uh, the real real. You guys, sorry. Uh, they're they're a little company we've seen ads for when we're watching our TV shows, and it's like. They all look so obnoxiously gaudy (laughs) and and, ill-fitting clothes and like weird, ugly colors. But it's designer, so. But it's designer, so therefore, yay. Mm -hmm. It's like, (laughs) it's just another Ross, dressed for less, really. Yeah, it's it's designer Ross, yes. Yeah, well, because Ross, that's what they do, is they get all the designer shit and then whatever isn't sold. Well, Ross, and then Marshalls, and then TJ Maxx. Right. TJ Maxx gets the best stuff, then Marshalls, and Ross is bought here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I like some of that stuff, but, um, you know, but by the time it ends up at Ross, it's like a pink chaps shirt with the green, <laughs> a polo shirt with the green, like, uh, lapel. You're right. like, oh, God. But it's got the label Pink on and it, green. That is, yeah, but it's got the label, so you know it's awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Anyways, we're digressing. But the point is, is um, it, it's just so easy to unravel. You think you're doing all your the best work of, of your life. And you feel like people just don't care. And and the thing is, is that I'm not angry at my audience. I'm not angry at anyone. I'm not angry at my Facebook friends. It's just that the big push was a bust. I got one person to contribute to my uh, Patreon and one person to contribute to my PayPal. 
And it's not like and I thank kn- you for that. And thank you, yeah, Kelly. Thank you, thank you, and Idris. Thank you. Um, and the thing is, you guys, is that I'm not looking to get wealthy from this. I'm just looking to be able to grow big enough to where sponsors take over. And I just need that little push, that little help in the meantime, because we are growing. We are getting better. And I know folks are listening. I look at my, oh, oh two people from San Luis Obispo. This, this is my hometown. Mm, okay. Right. Uh, a bunch of people from here, you know. So folks yeah. are listening, I know. And thank you guys so very much for that. Um, I don't mean to come off petty. I'm just airing my grievances that I put my heart and soul into the, my big push, and it was a flip-flop, you know? And I'm just like, sad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, know. That being said, I, you know, I, you can get too desperate and push too hard, and then you get that stink of death. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to, I don't want my audience thinking that I'm upset with them. I think everybody's struggling. Everybody's broken right now. Everybody's hurting right now. And um, motherfuckers are like, oh, let somebody else contribute. I got problems. And that's what's happening. But that's what's happening to our whole country as a whole is that we've all lost the agency, the civic mindedness to act as an individual. In other words, we're all being so oppressed and broken down by a top-down system uh, that we all have employers. We all have bosses. We all have uh, just... People out there who are aggro, people that make us feel less than. And at the end of the day, people have lost their sense of, oh, I can personally help this person. They feel, ah, I'm in a bad place. Let somebody else fucking do it. I don't know this person well enough to help them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I got a few hundred people to pitch in two, three dollars, I would be all set. And then once the sponsors took over, then this could grow into something really awesome. Uh, and so, yeah, I just kind of licking my wounds, feeling down and defeated. And, and I don't think that, you know, like I said, I'm not upset at any one person. I'm not mad at anybody. I just want to break through to people. Why is it that the Joe Rogans are worshipped or motherfuckers are putting tattoos of them on their fucking ankles and shit, on their calf uh, of Joe Rogan in his third eye like he's some fucking uh, spiritual guru while the rest of us are just chopped fucking liver, it's like, where did we get... Where, how are we getting this way as a society? We're becoming it's, it's been idiots. It's forever. It just is more prevalent and more... You know about it more. Mm-hmm. Because social media and everything. Yeah. But it's it's always been a well, celebrity's or... I'm not... I have celebrity crushes. I have people I admire. I don't hate people who are wealthy. I think Chris Evans is a fantastic individual and... He doesn't rub in his wealth in people's face, and hey, and he's a classy dude, and and I think there's a lot of celebrities out there doing really good work, but you know, you get tired of all the fitness perfectionists, you get tired of all these perfect people, you get tired. Like we were watching a ghost show, uh, uh, the celebrity help my house is haunted. It's a, a UK TV show on Discovery Plus, and one of the ladies you know with the fake lips and the big hair and the big boobs the nose job and the whole bit and the the gaudy jewelry and i'm like i can't fucking watch this like is there a non-celebrity version of this show because i can't watch this chick right now and we found one and and she was nice enough i don't want to you know i'm not hating i'm just but you do get sick of people rewarding shallow idiot behavior while the smart people in the world are the ones that seem to be rewarded and valued the least yeah that's my problem Mm -hmm. i know for a fact that i'm smarter than all those motherfuckers 
Does that make me arrogant now? Am I not allowed to say that? My content of my three seasons proves that I have more intellect than they do, and therefore I should have more worth and value, and we should cherish that in our society. I'm not doing it for ego purposes. I'm doing it to better the world, better the country, better get this country in ship shape and help people. And um, and that's why I feel bad for feeling down that my big push was a, kind of a bust because I know not everybody has the money to contribute, and I, I, I realize that. I'm not trying to talk ill of anyone. I, I just feel like if we all just helped each other like the Amish, if we all, okay, you don't have a house? Guess what, motherfucker? We're going to your house. And everybody goes, and we show up with the fucking ambrosia salad and the picnic and the barbecue and everybody pitches in and they like like the amish raising a barn uh, except you're raising a house uh the, you know it's like it's that it's that the tribe takes care of uh it takes the tribe to to raise a child that mentality is fucking gone man and i miss it i wish that we yeah. had that yeah it, you know it is yeah yeah because i like people I just don't always like the fact that we've become so broken and broken down that we've lost our sense of civic mindedness. You wonder why Trump became president because everybody recognized him from the apprentice and no one's smart enough to see that he's a fucking scam artist. He's a fool. Like how on the earth can you not see it, man? I mean, listen, Biden's got issues too. I'm not trying to be just some leftist, but, but at least Biden is credible. He's been a politician for 30 years and he knows what he's doing. And he is smarter. Like, he th- oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Red Cape, uh, Red Tape Cutter. Wow, look at me. I can do it faster and better. And uh, No, you haven't done jack shit. All you do is point and other people do it for you. Like, how hard would it be to be the pointer guy? Here, I'm going to point at this. Here, I'm going to point at this now. Here, now I'm going to point at this. Now we're successful. Look at me. Aren't I... Aren't I a leader? Like, you know, you ain't leading shit. You ain't leading anything but Jack and shit. And Jack left town. (laughs) Uh, It's a, what? Army of Darkness reference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that goes into uh, unraveling and how to ravel ourselves back up. Because, you know, yeah, am I losing my shit? Sure. Do I feel down and out? Yeah. But, you know. I take it on a day-to-day basis because at the end of the day, yeah, do I feel unraveled right now? Yeah. Um, we're, I think we're all feeling broken. And that's, the, at, I think, the heart of why people aren't taking action or uh, agency over their life. We let employers get wealthier. We let politicians grow more crazy and more powerful. We let all these shenanigans happen. And be, we feel like we have no way to deal with it, so we don't. It's yeah. like, you know, we deal with it by not dealing with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like more Avengers quotes. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I do feel unraveled. I do feel broken right now. But the difference between myself and most people is that when others feel broken, um, they, they get all sensitive. Their self-esteem gets hurt. Their feelings get hurt. They get quiet. They get docile. Not me, man. I get cranky. And I get assertive, and I I double, triple down. Like, no, fuck that. No, I know my rights. No, no, I'm sticking up for the people, damn it. Like, what is going on? What's going on with people out there, hun? I 
I think it is <clears throat> that people are just so struggling that they just you you get stuck inside yourself. Yeah. And it's hard to look out and see what's happening with other people and because you get so just in in yourself. Yeah. It's hard to look outside and see yeah. what's going on. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that I know how to organize and I know how to motivate people and I know what needs fixing and how to fix it, but without you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And so I'm trying to lead this movement where people become a little bit uh, happier, a little bit more, uh, they take a little bit more agency of their life. They feel good and, and they're secure in their awkwardness and imperfection. And at the end of the day, so that that gives them the self-esteem to move, to act. You know, uh, uh, one thing that we are doing, like, for example, is that Rebecca's starting to feel a little down and out at her job. And so guess what? I'm like, you know what you need to do? You need to step into your agency. And so what are you doing? I can't say. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to sp- specify. No, I'm, I'm looking for other things. I yeah. applied somewhere. and Look for other opportunities. Yeah. I mean... I don't think there's. I don't think opportunities are abundant these days. No, but I do believe here. that uh, the people who act the most positive and secure in themselves get all the all the spoils. Yeah. And 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 even if you have to fake it to make it, I do believe that you have to at least find a baseline of comfort, happiness, positivity, and uh, <clears throat> agency over yourself, so that uh, at least in 15-minute increments, you're not breaking down acting weird because you've got this yeah. gripping depression or anxiety. Um, if you can keep it together of, f- most of the time, uh, I think you can find the the willpower to find your happiness, find your comfort, find your f- sense of fun and joy, latch on to it, and then, and then hold on to it. But uh, yeah, we all lose it from time to time it's like fumbling a football i i had my happiness a couple of days ago and i fumbled it and i'm not sure where it went i'm like <laughs> looking around I'm like, it's under the bed under the it might be under the somewhere. bed there yeah you know um yeah it's, it's hard yeah so you know at the end of the day i'm not trying to you know talk smack i'm not trying to you know i am here as a positive resource for people I am here to help regular people, regular struggling people, people who have regular jobs, people who have regular mental health, people that aren't superheroes, people who are just trying to uh, get better and have a better quality of life in a world that's really rewarding all of the wealthy and well-to-do and all those well-connected folks out there who have parents with, with friends and they're all wealthy and they all... You know, oh, I can get a job for you. You know, I don't have any of those people. My dad is dead. My grandparents are dead. I got an old mom sitting in the living room out here. I mean, I don't have those people. And I think that's the vast majority of people mm-hmm. is the people who just don't have, they're not well connected and they don't have great wealth. I think the people who have the nicer homes and such bought these things 20 years ago. Oh, well, yeah, that's There's no the new wealth. Life pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing is such bullshit. Like maybe one out of how many thousands of people actually started out. Poor. Well, it's just, the, and I don't mean to sound negative, but I no. mean, you need fucking opportunities. How, yeah. if there's nobody hiring, how are you planning on do that? With your invisible yeah. boots and you're going to pull yeah. them up and or go where exactly with the money you don't have or, yeah. yeah. Or I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to go, you know what? In fact, I'm just going to go to Ivy league university because I'm going to will it <laughs> and I'm just going to make it happen. And it's like, 
do I believe like that you you can will anything into existence if you persevere long enough? Absolutely. But I also believe that there's, you know, like my friend, the, the conservative mentality. Craig believes that. Well, <clears throat> I believe any janitor, if he worked hard enough, could work his way up to be the president of the company. I go, this ain't 1976. What are you talking yeah. about? In the Maybe in the 50s and 60s. Right. It, it could happen. Yeah. Rarely did it but, happen. But, but there's no fucking way that no that's way ever going to happen today because it doesn't work that way. You have to have a degree. You have to have some Ivy League status. You have to have some corporate experience before they're going to make some regular schmuck at the job uh, president of the company. Yeah. And while I do believe that hard work does pay off and perseverance does prevail... At the end of the day, I mean, if there's no jobs to go to and corporations are doing their best to to snuff out our hope, snuff out our rights, snuff out our um, just our, our uh, joy and feeling of, of like we can make it. Um, I just don't understand how you can get something out of nothing. That's that's where I have the issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because. How on the fucking earth, if there's no job to go to, or if you don't have the money to go to the right school, to get the right degree, to impress the right person, how can you get that? I mean, it's all fine and good, but the devil's in the details, you guys. And I just yeah. think these people are hyper-positive, they're deranged, they're deluded, and while I believe that we all have to kind of delude ourselves to a certain extent, I just don't have it in me to delude myself to that point of thinking, oh... I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm the future rich. I'm just not yeah. there yet. And it's not even as as highfalutin as going to a good school. Sometimes it's just not even having the money to buy a car so you can go to the next town over to get to, to a job right. or afford the gas to get to the job. Like right. it's, it's just even simple the, the, things lo- like logistics. That, but, but, yeah. Logistics. Yeah. I mean, think logistically. And that's the thing is, you know, I do believe in perseverance. I do believe that good self esteem. Keeping yourself uh, in balance is very, very important. But, you know, at the end of the day, what it boils down for me is, you know, and I talk about, I talked about this on a previous episode, faith for the faithless. I don't have faith in God. I wish I did. I, you know, I, I was, um, I posted this thing and I'll, uh, I'll read it here. Uh, let me just find it real quick. Okay, so it says, I don't believe in your God the same way you don't believe in anyone else's. And I had a yeah. Christian friend of mine go, <gasps> she blew her yeah. lid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I said, I was a Christian for over 10 years. I get it. I understand how Christianity can make you feel happier and can make you feel more positive. And she's like, well, most Christians are nice, good people. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know except all for, <laughs> except all, yeah. I go, how can you speak for 7 billion people in the world, right? right? And so what I said here was, is um, uh, religious people demand your respect. Their, uh, you demand you respect their beliefs while disrespecting not only your beliefs, but your character for not being like them. You know, so at the end of the day, yeah. I'm not anti-religion, but if I don't believe what you believe, I, you know, I, I, we were talking about this yesterday, <clears throat> is that I was happier as a Christian. I was, but it was a happy delusion because, and I'm not trying to crap on people's religion. I know there's going to be some Christians out there like, fuck this guy. 
I'm never listening to this guy again. Bye. But the thing is, is that I'm not doing it to hurt them, the Christian, the person. I'm talking about just let's do a thought experiment, okay? Okay. Hey, I'd like to tell you about this new religion. Would you like to hear about it, Rebecca? Nah. <laughs> no, you gotta say yes. <laughs> say yes. Sure. Okay. So there's this dude named Jesus that lived like 2,000 years ago. And while we have no real evidence of his existence and we have no pictures or photos of him whatsoever, he existed and he was the Lord. He was, he was the, he's our God. Um, and God lives in heaven, but he also lived on earth as a man. And he also had a, a spirit. It was a, it was the Holy Trinity. It's the God, the Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And t- together, they rule as one, except they're all the same person. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and my, it, I'm not, hey, I've told you guys, I think Jesus Christ is a fucking cool cat. I like the concept of Jesus. It is not about disliking or disrespecting the religion or the person or the figures that i'm talking about it's about does this shit make sense why on earth would somebody in the year 2022 go on and on about this jesus guy that's over 2000 years old jeez louise i just like some sand guy some sand dweller lived in the desert 2000 years ago and we can't shut up about it i just i don't know it sounds so random to me it feels like it feels like we're playing mad libs like Mm -hmm. and then there was a burning bush oh yeah that's a good one that's a good one what what i don't get it it's all weird magical thinking and look what it's doing to the republican party they all believe in magic and fairy tales and they're all crazy they're all psycho and then they get on us saying that we're all these things Oh, they're just trying to be all these things. Like, yeah, we're trying to be uh, scientific. We're trying to be practical. We're trying to live in reality. And we're trying to have emotional growth and maturity. Now, I'm not saying all Republicans are like that. But you can see how the evangelical wing of the Republican Party is turning it into fucking bonkers. And how the mean stupidity and immaturity of our culture and society is doing no favors for the regular working class people. That's my problem. Yeah. And religion I, yeah. feels like a salve. It feels like a, a fake salve that we trick our brains into thinking. Oh, yeah, no, that's absolutely real. No, no, it makes perfect sense to me. Well, and I just feel like the ones that are the most <clears throat> outspoken about it or the most insistent that that's mm-hmm. what they are, are the least that way. They're the yeah. least Christian. They're they, they yeah, they get the angry at everything Christian and hateful act, and spiteful. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not hateful and spiteful. You guys know that. As an atheist, I try to come correct. I try to be good to people. I try to accept each other's differences. But at the end of the day, I mean, this shit builds up in you over time. And when you think with a rational brain, how can your brain not set fire once in a while when you're like, you can see the cart is being led, the the horse, the cart is leading the horse, not the horse leading the cart. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like our culture is becoming so wealthy, so top down, 
and then uh, all these wealthy evangelicals, they push their agendas on these poor people, and then they become poor Christians. And as people get more and more suffering, more and more heartache, more and more hardship and they grief, more. the more it, it they fall into religion yeah. as a salve, and the more they get duped by a mentality that really is only covering up the pain and not getting to the root of what's really happening, which is injustice and inequality. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry to say that because I have nothing against my Christian friends. Like I said, man, Christian made me feel good for a long, long time until I realized that I was talking crazy talk. (laughs) You you, you listen to yourself. You're like, what the fuck am I saying? How on earth can I believe this nonsense? And And I never have been, so it's it's pretty foreign to me. Well, I was a born again. I wasn't born into it. I became born again during a time that I was having a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And... uh, I needed hope. I needed hope. And I get that. I understand it. Mm -hmm. I want to believe. I do. Yeah. But then why are there so many religions and they all think they're wrong? Yeah. Maybe at the end of the day, it's all bullshit. And we're just animals living on a planet and we fucking die. And there is no supernatural help. The end. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the way that's not to say that a good positive, positive mental attitude, not to say that positive mental attitude can't make you have a better life i believe that it can but believing in things that are aren't real is just like i said it's you're putting on medicine on on the wound you're not fixing the problem that's causing the wound yeah it's a band-aid the way i see it there are so many different religions so many gods and they're either all real or none of them are yeah it's like the whole said either this is all real or it's all f- not yeah. real i mean I, yeah. and the thing is is that i'm not against christians when they just go to church and do their thing and have a little bit of faith and do their thing but oftentimes it's the same christians that get tricked into trumpism and evangelical wealth agendas and that i have a problem with i don't have a problem with regular folks going to church to get faith in life because it helps i get it but I don't know. At the end of the day, like I said, the reason why I fell out of faith is because it stopped adding up. The yeah. math does not check out. And I just don't like people trying to push that type of agenda on me and trying to run the country based on things that I right. don't believe in. Right. Well, and you know what I've learned, too, is that a lot of the people in power who are Christian have a tendency to believe in wrathful, scornful policies more so than the non-religious people. Yeah. You know, I think Biden is an exception because I think he's one of those true Catholics. He actually walks the walk. He walks the walk. And I do like religious people when they walk the walk and talk the talk correctly. And that was what I was trying to tell my friend on Instagram is that how can you be right? How can you speak on behalf of everybody else when I know for a fact that people have made me feel like a piece of shit because I didn't share their views? You know, and so at the end of the day, I'm not saying don't be Christian to each their own. But I don't think that there's any logical way that we can believe in it other than to simply accept that it doesn't make sense and accept it purely blindly on faith. Because as soon as you analyze it, it's like it just unravels. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Every time you say faith, I just think about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Faith, mm-hmm. Alfred. Well, and I like that line, and I like faith. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing is I am not, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm not trying to rip into religion. I just don't see how it could be the the most popular thing on earth when we have very little 
understanding of it. We have very little proof of it. And I believe in ghosts. I believe in demons. I believe in uh, malicious entities. I believe in paranormal entities. The reason, though? There's more proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and um, I know a lot of Christians would say, well, it's because your heart's closed off. Your heart's mm-hmm. closed off. Bullshit. My heart was open and receptive for decades. Yeah. I was a good kid. Why is it that uh, the nice guys finish last, the poor kids finish last? Why do the wealthy kids and the well-to-do kids always seem to do better in school, do better at the job front, do better, better, better in life? Uh, gee, I wonder. Yeah. It's not because of God. It's yeah. because of connectedness. Yeah. They, they, they have connections. They have resources. That, that us regular folks don't have. Yes, sir. You know? Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to bash religion. I know it's we're kind of veering into that bashing religion territory, and I am sorry for that. But, uh, you guys, I mean, I've been an empath for my whole life. I sense things. I sense what's out there. I know what's real and what isn't real. And as an empath, I can tell you that what we're being sold on religion isn't entirely accurate. Now, that being said, can we be spiritual? Can we understand in the healing power of positivity? Can we understand that perhaps there's this collective conscience out there and that uh, life is a little bit more than we understand that the perhaps life, you know, if, you know, moves on after death, that there's different stages. Can I believe in all that? Sure. And and that's just it. Like, I just think that it's probably better to have spiritual fruits than religious nuts. Yeah. And if you're going to be religious, just <clears throat> walk the walk. Yeah. Like, just quit being caring. Be quit being hateful. Quit yeah, being, and that's my yeah. thing. Like when, they're so prideful. They're yeah. so full of uh, arrogance. They're so uh, entitled. They feel... And not all of them, of course, yeah, I, you know, no. but, but so a many lot. of them, you know, I think it's, and I think that's the problem. It's not the religion, it's the culture. When you have an, a spoiled, rotten, entitled culture who happens to be Christian, their Christianity becomes spoiled and entitled. It's not the Christianity that's wrong, it's how it's being practiced. Yeah. So yeah, I have nothing absolutely. against religion when it's practiced correctly. I just don't believe fundamentally that that it's accurate that it's real i just don't see how that i mean because think of it you you know we could have said two thousand years ago darth vader uh ruled the galaxy and he was our chosen one and and long live the sith and that and that become our religion in other words dogma is hard to prove Uh, religious scrolls are hard to prove and just because some cocaine sniffing monk from three thousand years ago wrote some shit on a on a brick wall uh, doesn't mean that it's real or accurate you know yeah. i tend to believe the little ufos and those religious paintings those are more accurate than right. than any of the actual <laughs> scripts <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know and i'm sorry i don't mean to pick on religion i just uh, it's just right now i'm having There's a hard so time seeing god's it. hand in all this yeah, i agree yeah that's absolutely. all that's, it's yeah. not and 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 that some christians are, are just beginning snooty and arrogant and and entitled and it's it's like garbage in garbage out if you have a spoiled rotten society of people uh who who go in through these institutions they come out the other end snooty spoiled rotten self-entitled people and i don't think that's all people of course no no of course but that entitlement that 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 ferocity that karen mentality that 
sense of I'm worth more than you because I have nicer hair or I put I have bigger breasts or I have it's all a fucking show so that people feel more entitled to be superior to the rest of us because we're all just animals and 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 you're not worthy of like me because I'm higher up than you because I have higher status than you this status thing like that came from the Victorian era and there's a reason why it's wearing thin mm-hmm. because it's bullshit we're all born equal we're all born yeah. the same oh and that's another thing one more thing on religion they <laughs> <laughs> they they teach people that you're born broken right yeah. And while you're we do tend to break down over time because of and... hardship and grief, yeah. uh, I don't think a little baby is born broken. I think they're born perfect. Yeah. It takes time to break down. Yeah. And you you're know? born sinful and you're born. <clears throat> you're born and sinful and all these things. No. No, I don't. I, don't I think like it's you're, you can be you can be led into temptation, but that doesn't mean that you are naturally inherently sinful. Yep. You know? Yeah. Mm. goes back to that whole original sin thing, which mm. I don't even know much about because I've never read the Bible. Yeah. Never wanted to. Yeah. I, you know. Well, I think that religion can do some great things when done correctly. And uh, I apologize to my audience if you are Christian. Uh, but I would much rather have spiritual people that um, understand equality, understand best practices, understand science, understand that we can have faith, but when you start pushing your faith into our politics, you're pushing agendas that get blown out of uh, control and they become zealots, and then we all live in a society ran by zealots who don't understand reality and don't seem to care about reality because they're looking so closely at the end result of, well, one day I'm going to be in heaven, so fuck what what now is like. Well, fuck you. I don't believe in an afterlife, so I need this. I need this to go well now. I don't have time to wait for the world to get better uh, in the afterlife. I want it to get better now for all real people. Yeah. You know? That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And and like I said, if you're religious, great. We can debate back and forth, a hearty debate, you know? And that's what I told my friend at the end of the day. I said, at the end of the day, I like you. And I really do. She's a great gal nice girl nice daughter nice husband all nice people i love them to death uh but uh, you know I, I just think that like people get overly cheerful and then they don't understand that other people don't have it that good yeah you know and, it's a, and and i believe that there's an inherent sense of um entitlement in that that they don't understand how hard other people have it and therefore if you're born on third base and then you make it to home you're like yay i scored a goal i scored a point we it's like yeah you only had to go fucking 90 feet you didn't have to go four bases yeah you know yeah and so i just think that there's this if you're truly a christian and you're truly charitable then help the people that you know need help because if we are a Christian nation like they say that we are, then why are things so fucked up? I tend to believe that if it's if we are a Christian nation and things are bad, then it's maybe it's Christians' fault. <laughs> and I'm only offering that as a argument. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying though. But if we are a Christian nation and things are this bad, uh, perhaps God uh, is dropping the ball, or perhaps Christians aren't being as charitable as they like to claim. Yeah. You know, for sure. Okay, so enough of that. Let's move on. So at the end of the day, if you have faith, great. 
more power to you. I just think that if you're going to be a Christian, though, walk the walk. You know, I'm walking the walk. I'm walking the walk, but I'm an atheist. I don't hold that standard to myself. And yet I still hold myself to the standard of helping best practices, regular people. We cannot become a a, a wealthy country where 90% are in poverty and the 10% have everything. And we think that's all cool and fair and good. And we're living, we, we go on social media and we're scrolling all day long Everybody we're scrolling at, we're seeing people that have better houses, better cars, better careers, better figures, better, 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 better. And then we feel like shit. And now we don't have the uh, will to live anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just want people to understand that that's a glitch in our system, man. It's not that we're against people with money. It's not that we're against people that lift weights or look good in a bikini. It's that if those things are bother you, you know unfriend them un yeah just if it's bothering you don't you don't have to pay attention to that yeah you know that's, yeah that's because i fill my instagram with kittens and makeup and yeah stitch. <laughs> mine's all about halloween and cats and yep. things that uh, don't remind me of anything like the old chris cornell song mm-hmm. doesn't remind me of anything because yeah. sometimes um i think pain and grief is a, a domino effect is that one thought or feeling leads to another thought or feeling and then that just starts a domino effect until you start feeling this cascade effect until you feel completely worthless and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm here to tell you you guys that you're not the only ones i mean i have pretty good self-esteem i like the way i look generally i run i'm fit you know but i know i've got improvement to make in my life I, i i'm you know my fibro's getting worse my sleep's getting worse I got to get in check and start making sure that I'm staying healthy. Now that I'm getting older, I have to be live different. I can't live like I'm 25 anymore. I have to live like I'm 50 and 48. And uh, <laughs> that means I have to take fiber every day now. <laughs> I know. I, we have to go to our uh, colon I cancer know. screenings next week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't know I would ever get to this age. I, I never. I always imagined I'd be young forever. Right. And here I am. I mean, I'm not old, of course, and most people still think I'm young. But it's like, oh gosh, you know, reality sets in. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. So enough about that. I am sorry, you guys. I'm just on a tear today. I'm just trying to get things off my chest, and uh, sometimes it just helps. It's just therapeutic to talk about it. I want the world to make sense. I want people to make sense. I want our society to make sense. And I want this country that claims to be good Christians, this country that claims to be helpers and carers and healers, then fucking step up, dude. Yeah. Well, and, and talking about it doesn't just help us. I think it helps other people because you get feeling like you're alone in your feelings. You're the only yeah. one that's feeling dejected. You're the only one that's feeling... Yeah. Well, stepped upon. And and the thing is, is I don't have anything against Christians or any religion or, or, you know, whatever works for people. It's just that fundamentally, I don't agree that it's real or accurate anymore. I don't, you know, I studied that for years and years. And um, I'm sorry to say that, you know, but I personally just think it's all made up. What if it is? And do you want to waste your whole life on something that may or may not even be real? I don't know. It just, if it helps, I guess, great. But I don't know. It just seems like it's more a form of indoctrination than any form of reality. And I hate saying that. I do, because I like Christians. I like the idea of Christian values, because I try to live by those same values. A wholesome, 
good values. Be a good person. Do what you say, say what you mean, mean what you say. You know, don't be flaky. Be a good person. Uh, you know, don't go to the dark side. Don't get weird. Uh, continue to improve yourself over time. That's what it's all about, you know. So if if religion's helping people do that, I say more power to them. I just personally, I get tired of seeing a quote unquote, uh, you know, religious country, Christian nation, as they call it. I don't believe it's a Christian nation. I believe that they think it is. But if it is so Christian, then why are we failing so miserably at it? Don't know. You know, that's yeah. all. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. You know, because, like, think about all the people that, you know, claim to be charitable. Are they? Because 50% of my Facebook friends uh, all claim to be Christian, and none of them helped except for one gal. You know? So, at the end of the day, I I just, I want people, if you're going to be Christian, to step up. That's all. And not just let everyone else do it for you. And I think that's what's going on in, in this country is that we're losing our, our activists. We're losing our civic mindedness. We're losing our ability because of bad self-esteem and uh, hard jobs and running out of gas. I think we're all running out of, of steam. And then all we're doing is going into protection mode and, and self-care mode. And then as a result of that, Nobody's getting anything, and if we could all just work together and help each other, man, we'd be out of this mess in fucking no time. Yeah. No time. I, yeah, I agree. You know? So that's my thing on, on faith is I just, if you, if you really are that way, then mean it, and, and, and your actions should be commiserate to your faith. The end. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so I have here, uh, acknowledge your feelings and process process them correctly so right now you know uh, do i feel bad sometimes the things i say on the radio i'm afraid i'm going to alienate some folks sure but you know what fuck it fuck it you guys know me by now i'm a good person i'm a kind person and i'm going out of my way to make the world a better place we have to advocate for the regular struggling working people we have to advocate for people's mental health in a country where everybody's just running out of gas man yeah we absolutely do you know yeah people don't take it into account often enough or they feel like they have to hide when they're not doing well or Mm -hmm. just kick it under the rug and yeah it doesn't help well and that's just it i think everybody stuffs and bottles their problems away and so we have to acknowledge our problems acknowledge our insecurities acknowledge our angers and frustrations and get them out like we're doing right here right now Mm -hmm. um the difference is that if i was in the bedroom doing this i wouldn't you know offend anyone but because I'm out on the airways, people get offended, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. If you have Christian views and that's who you are, great. Just live by those rules, though. Don't if if you're a good Christian, then be a good Christian. That's all, you know. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like we have to process those feelings and acknowledge them. We have to live and die by our feelings because when we uh, don't, when we bottle things up, when we don't acknowledge. The things that we hurt that we're, that are, we're hurting about, um, they tend to fester inside, and then they they go nuclear, 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 <laughs> nuclear. They go nuclear after a couple of months uh, because you're not getting those things out. You know? Yeah, they definitely can <clears throat> in any number of ways. Yeah, and yeah. so so process your feelings, you guys. Acknowledge 
hey, I get a little insecure. You know, hey, I get a little jealous. Hey, I get a little, you know, I'm, I'm insecure about my gut. Oh, you know, I'm insecure about the way I look. Yeah. Whatever, you know, it's okay. It's okay how you feel. You are valid. And that's the thing is that, you know, a part of me feels like we're all getting so, uh, I'm going to use a Metallica song, broken, broken, beaten, broken, beaten, scarred. We die hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're all getting so broken down and beaten and scarred that we're not. Um, it, it, all we're doing is self caring, and all we're doing is treading water, and so we're not making any progress in our mental health, or we're not making any progress in our uh, career, or we're not making any progress in our finances and our savings. At the end of the day, most people don't have enough to save, so they go fuck it, you know, and they just blow their money on cotton candy and bubble gum. That's what we do. And hula hoops and Pac-Man right. video games. <laughs> or t-shirts. And, uh... Yeah, like I, I like my t-shirts. You like your makeup. Um, it helps, you know, and, and, you know, it helps us to surround ourselves by comfortable things. It yeah. helps us to, um, and that's what I have here is, um, you know, stay in your own lane. Find your comforts and joys. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, um, I take great comfort in uh, Marvel movies, even though I know they're like super mega billion dollar corporations. Yeah. I still think they're well done. I still think they have homespun values. I still think they give me optimism and hope in a world that is becoming too have versus have not, you know, yeah. getting too spiteful, getting too hateful. Um, and crazy's taken over the asylum. That's really what I've learned. Like you look at the people at, your job, uh, the customer sometimes, is that <clears throat> we're allowing the crazies uh, to take over the lunatic asylum, that we're letting the crazies dictate and rule the world. The loudest, squeakiest wheels get the grease, and all the sane, rational people who are just self-caring and staying in their own lane and doing their own thing, they're the ones that get shit, the shit end of the stick all the time. And so yeah. what do you think that is? I mean, why is it that there's so many spiteful I mean, because we're all hurting. I get it. I mean, I guess that's the difference is that nice people don't take it out on others and shitty people do. Yeah, I think that's totally it. Because, yeah, like you said, we're all experiencing stuff. We're all Mm -hmm. having angst and hurt and and fears and everything. But, yeah, the louder people just take it out on everyone else. Yeah. And sometimes, a lot of times, they get away with it. And then that just keeps the behavior going. And then the quiet people are just kind of stuck like... What about me? Like yeah. I, yeah. Just well, because I'm not that way, I don't get the attention or the care. Well, or And I, you know, I generally think, I genuinely think that the vast majority of people out there are good. They're inherently good. And that's who I'm trying to attract. And it doesn't matter if you're a Trump supporter. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian. I know it sounds like I'm going off on them. But no, it's about sustainability. If you believe certain things that aren't sustainable in our culture, I'm going to call it out. I don't think the Democratic Party's so righteous and good compared to the Republicans. I just think they're a little bit less crazy right now. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think they're necessarily doing any favors for the working poor right now. Mm-mm. You know? No. So it's not like I have some fealty or loyalty to the Democratic Party or the leftist agenda. I really don't. I just want a world that's kinder, gentler. Uh, more functional and and better and more classy for regular folks because the thing I've learned is that poverty and being broke makes creates systems where police officers and judges 
and and uh, uh, employers all think that they can shit on us and treat us like we're less than simply because we don't have some highfalutin job or some fancy pants situation or some big house on the hill that means that you know we're a piece of shit. We didn't try hard enough. We didn't work hard enough, and therefore you we don't you we don't deserve dignity. And and, um, and decency, you know, mm-hmm. and and I don't think all systems are that way, but it does seem <clears throat> to happen a lot where yeah. wealthy people think, oh, it's because you're poor. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you got lucky, man. Yeah. And you should, you know, be grateful for being lucky. If I ever make it wealthy, if I ever get rich, I'm never going to lose that inner <clears throat> soul of myself knowing that I grew up broke and and grow, i grew up feeling less than i grew up feeling uh, hurt and and grief stricken over the fact that i uh didn't have what my uh, friends had you know i didn't mm-hmm. have i grew up you know like i said a good majority i was either in apartments uh, uh trailers or um living in my makeshift bedroom in my grandparents garage yeah and i've i i'm not the kind of person that thinks um that that money creates um class i mean there's lots of evidence today that wealthy people aren't necessarily smarter and aren't necessarily uh more educated and and oftentimes um it's their wealth that rules everything and they think they're entitled to um sort of push their agendas on the world and at the and at our at the cost of all of us sort of having to um simply deal with whatever happens in the world because we have no power. We have no mm-hmm. connections. We have no people in high places. And so at the end of the day, the poor people are getting the shaft in this country. And I want you guys to know that we are the majority, man. We have to stand up together, work together, and really espouse our values and our class and our grace and dignity because, you know, being poor is only a state of finances. It is not a state of being. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yep. So, you know, at the end of the day, I just, I don't know, I get these high highs and I get these low lows and then I've had people, well, maybe you're bipolar. No, it's just sometimes things don't feel magical enough and I start to feel very mortal. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what people need and that's why religion is so attractive and I get it because I was there too, is that we need to feel like magic happens, that magic is real, that magical things can happen, that we have supernatural protection from our uh, world, from those would-be trespassers and people yeah. that would harm us. Yeah. And so I get it. We all want there to be cosmic justice. We all want there to be some higher power, some karmic um, you know, ruler that sets the board straight and, and evens the playing field, but I don't see that happening. I don't I think we have to create it ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. <clears throat> yeah. It's hard, and we need to band together to do that because, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you know, one person can't change everything. But, but together we can yeah. create coalitions, and yeah. coalitions have voting power. They have uh, lawyers and people that can get things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I have written here, be okay with your small, regular life. Ignore all the aggros, fitness perfectionists, and wealthy fancy pants. I think at the end of the day, regular people in this country will have their day. They'll have their day. It's coming. I I hope so. 
<laughs> I do, but it, we have to do something about it. We have to have fighters. We have to have advocates. We have to have advocacy lawyers. We have to have uh, activists like myself and Brian Tyler Cohen and Bo the Fifth Column and on and on and on and all these people. Yes, yeah, sometimes we get tired of politics, but how else are we supposed to shape a country? You know, that's what I don't like about <clears throat> politics right now is that I do believe there's probably a handful of right wing activists who care, but they've grown so insensitive because they don't like the crybaby bullshit part of aspect of life. They think that people are being coddled and, and maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they have a point. Do you think that people in our country, do you think more compassion and caring uh, is better, or do you think uh, tough love? What do you think about? Are we becoming a bunch of sissies? Are we be- so broken down that, and so weakened by our um, f- circumstances that we've all grown uh, into pansies? What do you think? No, I don't think that at all. I think <clears throat> that people are finally allowing themselves to be emotional, and people do need to be coddled sometimes, like being. Stepped on and treated oh, yeah. no, I agree. all the time is. I only it, offer it, that question. Yeah, so, no, you know. and it doesn't. It doesn't work. <clears throat> yeah. So that argument, and they're using it in, in regards to like <clears throat> people getting more rights or this and that, like mm-hmm. stuff that makes them feel a little less powerful. So then they turn it around on us and say, "Oh, yeah. you just want to be coddled. Oh, you just want to be this." Right. Like, and they start calling us the moochers. Yeah. They and start it's not calling that us. At all. It's yeah. Just we want yeah. a more even playing field, but they call it. <clears throat> Well, we've got to get rid of institutional racism. We need to get rid of institutional poverty because poverty begets more poverty. And that's why I'm doing this. And that's why I ask for your help is because you guys, we got to prove them wrong, man. Poverty should not beget a lifelong sentence of poverty. We should be able to get out of it and not just through expensive colleges. Uh, I've gone to all the trade schools. I've gone to all the colleges. And I assure you that if there were jobs out there to be had, I would have had it by now. And some people get lucky and some people have good jobs and some people can work with what they, ha- uh, you know, you take someone like uh, Andrew Robinson uh, uh, has a nice YouTube channel now all about hi-fi audio and uh, just bought a house. And while I tend to feel like they're fancy pants and they have lots of money. No, I just think he got lucky. I think he's a guy who paid his dues in the early years of hi-fi, became an editor of a magazine and an online retailer, and then uh, gained popularity and experience through that. And now he's at a place where there is no institution for him, so he built it himself. And that's what I'm doing. I'm at a point where my experience is massive. I need institutions that can allow for people like me and not just, you know, managers at a grocery store. We need moral leaders. We need intelligent people to be respected and to be propped up and to be valued and cherished in our society, especially when they're doing good work. And so that's why when it comes to content creators, you know, I, I get a stick up my butt about the bad ones, but we should really start financially supporting our all those content creators that we love you know yeah. including if you like the work we're doing please <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly. but um but i say that because you know he comes off kind of fancy pants at first but then when you hear them talk with each other they sound like us yeah they do you know mm-hmm. intelligent classy uh fun and and so 
Uh, I don't get jealous of everyone who has more than me. I just am looking eagerly for my opportunity to shine. And that's what I want for everyone. Everyone. I'm an egalitarian by nature. I want, I, I want the world to, to grow into the place that I know it can be. And everyone can get out of uh, <clears throat> tyrannical jobs, unfair jobs, low-wage jobs, jobs that are ran by right-wing corporations that just hate, hate, hate regular people. And they create more and more rules and more and more lawyers just making all the rules work against us and not for us. And that's institutional poverty. And you can't break out of it unless we all get together and we rise. And we get accused of wanting handouts when we... When we want a wage that'll allow us to pay the rents that are just increasing and increasing right. and increasing. The and cost of living is fucking outrageous. I have a friend. Ridiculous. Uh, he's grown up here in uh, Oregon his whole life. And, and he's like, you know, he just bought a house too. And he's like, I'm moving to Texas. Fuck this, you know. And I'm like, you know, we moved to escape persecution in California. And now it's happening here. And now the mobile home that we could have afforded five years ago, we're never going to afford now. And it's scary, man. Absolutely scary. It's terrifying. And and that's like to think about it. Yeah, it is. And but that's why I think it's an interesting time to be alive because there are so many people taking uh, their finances and their careers. They're, you know, they're they're taking the bull by the horns and they're starting their own uh, content and becoming content creators and doing, offering good work uh, that they can get paid at doing. And maybe they won't get wealthy from it, but at least it allows a basic allowance, a basic minimum standard of living where they don't have to be frightened all the time. Yeah. You know? What do you feel about the basic? Uh, remember, uh, Andrew Yang talked about that basic universal uh, basic income? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I absolutely think so because because a lot it, of people would say, "Well, that's just it. That's the moocher class. They want something for nothing." Yeah, no, and I it works in European countries. Well, you know and, why I'm for it? It's because we ha- there's a misnomer in this country that poor people don't try hard, that poor people don't work hard, that yeah, poor people poor don't people gain are experience. Harder and working harder than all of these fucking. They're the backbone people. of the whole fucking country. Yeah. yeah. It's and the wealthy that are taking kill? advantage. They're making all the easy money while we're making all the hard money. Yeah. Why should you, you know? have to kill yourself with three jobs to be able to afford a shitty well, apartment? It's kind of like, it's like, it's like a uh, 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 student loan forgiveness. I used to think, God, I don't know. Like, why, they're never going to forgive, you know. But then the more you realize and open up to the idea that predatory lending is now the way. It is practically the only way. You realize how predatory they become. You realize how there are no jobs left for regular people. And because our politicians aren't growing our infrastructure, we're stuck with the shit we have. And so while I do find this to be a very interesting time to be empowered, to grow, like in other words, there's it's getting big enough now where everybody I think could become a a millionaire if they found the right industry, if they found the right way, if they found their own uh, Etsy shop or found their own content, uh, podcast, YouTube, any number of things, artists, makeup, uh, uh, indie makeup companies, etc., etc. My point is, is that we're large enough as a country now, large enough as a planet now, where uh, it's becoming more sustainable if we just 
start building and growing all of the regular people's um, vested interests. We build up all content creators. We build up everyone, and we have that Amish way of of lifting the barn together. Yeah, and just to turn back to the the universal basic income again, the argument against it is, oh, then people won't work or, you know, be a moocher class, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's absolute bullshit. Yeah, no. Because first of all, it wouldn't be enough to live on. It would. But it'd be enough that you wouldn't be starved. You wouldn't die. You wouldn't starve. You wouldn't wouldn't be homeless. You wouldn't go bankrupt. You wouldn't be homeless. Yeah. And people would still work and they'd be happier at those jobs because they wouldn't be feeling like rely they, on it. If they miss a day, then they're, they don't eat for the next two weeks. Right, or, right. And it would help the economy because well, people would be making money at jobs. They'd be having that extra income. They'd be able to buy houses. They'd be able to buy vehicles. They'd be able to buy goods. Mm-hmm. It would boost the economy. Well, and the, and the conservative mentality is, is that, you know, that's just it. You want something for nothing. But see, I, I think the thing that the right wing, that's what I find disingenuous about the right right now, is that they're all tricked into being hard, hard workers. And, you know, they love America. They love the flag. They love Jesus. They love their guns. And they love hard work. Now, that's all fine and good in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing they're failing to realize is that unequal corruption and 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 all of the rot within our system that is creating bad outcomes where ideally yes those things would all be yes good but if we have a system that's not building up the middle class anymore mm-hmm. then what the how the fuck can we get a yeah. how can we how can we get anywhere if we don't have student loan forgiveness how do yeah. we get anywhere if we don't have some basic uh, minimal standard of we living don't have health care for everyone right like, yeah i just i don't understand <clears throat> it it's just what they're trying, what they're engineering it to do is they're engineering poor people to go against poor people so they can just keep up in their, it feels that way. And their high horses doing it. It does feel that way. And, um, and while I try not to pick on conservatives, I do think that, uh, they're putting the cart before the horse in the sense that they're sticking up for the wealthy institutions because those are winners and winners' and attitudes. We're victors, mm-hmm. not victims. Because they're told that someday, if you keep working your ass off with five right. jobs, you're going to be like us. But no, you're, well, you're never going to be Well, ask Jody if she's wealthy way. yet. Yeah. She's conservative. The just, she's working the same job as you. Is she, yeah. is, she, is she wealthy yet? Has she bought her McMansion yet? And I love Jody. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. She's a great person. Yeah. Um, and that's what, I, that's what the thing is, is that... Uh, you can have liberals <clears throat> that you believe in the same things, and yet they're shitty people because they have no character. And then there's people that are conservative that I don't get a, I don't see eye to eye with in any instance. But they have character, they have um, perseverance, and <clears throat> as, you know, when I was working at Lowe's, whenever I needed somebody to help me with a forklift, and I was driving a forklift, I went and found a conservative. Because the liberals always made an excuse, while the conservative always made the time. And that being said, uh, you know, does that mean, do you think, because I do believe that a lot of liberals do work hard, but is is there any truth to the fact that perhaps maybe liberals are just trying to, they're so weak and fragile that they just can't get ahead because they don't want to or they don't try? I don't think that's necessarily it. I think... <clears throat> They get, well, me at least, cynical to the point where why the fuck should I work my ass off for this measly pay? Or why should mm-hmm. I go above and beyond for somebody that's not going above and yeah. beyond for me? So it's kind of like I'm going to do the bare minimum of what you're paying me and no extra. Right. Well, 
I will admit, this is probably my most controversial episode because we're tackling religion, we're tackling politics, and those are the two things that we're not ever allowed to talk about. Yeah. Um, but how the fuck are we supposed to grow as a society if we don't confront the elephant in the room? And the thing is, is that I don't think that conservative people are all bad people, but they're definitely blind to uh, all the little machinations in our system that are uh, creating an income inequality, that are creating wealthy institutions, a top-down society where it exploits regular working people. And while liberals, I think, sometimes can be a little bit too fragile for their own good, they have to step up and find agency and find uh, power. Um, A lot of them have and and have worked their ass off, and they find that they're just running out of gas. So I I see both sides of the coin. But, yeah, yeah, I tend to lean on the liberal side because I think – um, there's enough wealth in this country where why should we be stingy about it? Why can't we t- help take care of everyone and grow a, a middle out infrastructure that ha- creates a big, robust middle class? And then um, that would make conservatives happy. That would make poor, uh, liberals happy. And uh, the only people that wouldn't be happy would be our corporate overlords, the oligarchs, yeah. well, who are the- controlling a lot of this le- right wing media right now, I, I think. Yeah. And that's the thing with a lot of conservative <clears throat> people. They just take hook, line, and sinker, just listen to what they're being told, and don't actually pay attention to what's actually going on. It's like the freaking Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. Yeah. It's actually going on behind the curtain. They're right. taking their word for it. And, just- well, and I think that's why we have to educate people in our society. Why, when we're having grievances, we, we're open about them, we talk about them. You know, because I don't want to alienate my audience by being too controversial. But. But I wanted to talk about these things because not because I have hate in my heart for conservatives or Christians or any of that. But if we don't take on real matters, we're we're just going to tippy-toe around those matters because we're afraid of of upsetting people. And it all ties into the whole mental health thing because of all these problems and all these things going on. It leads to having poor mental health and not feeling good about yourself and not feeling good Right. About life and things. It's all interconnected and you have to talk about it because nothing's going to change. Well, and that's why I wanted to bring them up. And while I went on a little bit of a tear there, um, I have no disrespect and no hate in my heart for anyone. In fact, I'm the biggest lover of people that there is out there. Um, because I, uh, I I stick up for the poor. I stick up for the working class. I stick up for the people with mental health issues. Those regular folks that just feel awkward and burnt out. And they just can't find the gas to get there. And, um, you know, I've, it, it makes me realize how lucky I am to be living uh, right now in a mobile home with uh, a couple family members who can help share the burden because it's so expensive to live out there that honestly, the idea of moving out sounds fun and luxurious. I I would love to get our privacy back. I would love to have that life we used to have back. Uh, but man, trying to make that sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollar rent every month—that is the mad dash, boy. Yeah, and it and is hard, what, hard, hard to do. On top of everything else, and <clears> yeah, and that's that's the problem. That's well, and you're trying to make that rent on top of dental stuff. On top of eye stuff, needing new glasses. Uh, and food. Food. And healthcare. Healthcare, and yeah. Everything. It's becoming yeah. unsustainable, Utility. and it's only a matter of time. You know, I just read an article the other day 
sorry to say this, but they're they're expecting another uh, bubble to bubble to burst, and I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think it went into detail about what bubble, but it was just talking about how um, our country spends money it doesn't have, and then it, it, it everything goes on credit, and then over time, when the bill comes due, nobody has the money to pay it. That includes our corporations, that includes our lawyers, that includes Wall Street, and that includes every American citizen. And so we're all trying to pass the buck onto each other rather than... Uh, we all pay a fair share. That way, uh, we can all grow and rise together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and that's you know, and that's why I'm an egalitarian, and that's why I you know I think a little bit of socialism would go a long way. When you think about liberals in Europe, I mean they're way more progressive than us. They're way more. They understand that people need health care, that we don't have to be live in a society of grueling servitude and we shouldn't no we shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to yeah and that's what i don't like about right-wing politics is that they're trying to trick what i would call good folks into some bad ideas ideas that only serve the wealthy ideas that only serve the corporate oligarchies uh, and serve the trumps of the world and trump needs to suck a dick because fuck him oh my god you know I, i wrote the other day that um that uh, the pandemic created all of this, uh, the mismanagement of that pandemic, and now we're having uh, uh, supply chain issues, rising cost of living. Biden ju- steps in and tries to prevent the hemorrhaging, just like Bi- uh, just like Obama did back in 08. And now, what's probably going to happen is that Trump's going to run, and he might win because uh, Biden couldn't stop the problem that Trump helped yeah. to create. That's, yeah, sigh. Yeah. Was the end of my speech? <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not that I'm so anti-conservative. It's that the Republican Party has turned into a bunch of crazies. And while the woke left isn't much better, uh, I, I think we're becoming all a little too angry, a little too hostile, and we're not becoming um, uh, loving and peaceful enough. And um, where do we get that that heart back? You know. I don't know. Because yeah. you try and you just get squashed, and I don't know. Well, I think that's why at the end of the day I say stay in your own lane, keep your life small and your heart big, because at the end of the day, um, you know, I do believe in the collective bargaining power of regular people. That's why we need unions. That's why we need coalitions, and that's why I say when we all stand up, the game is over, you guys. The, the rigged game that we're all playing by now, if we all just stopped going into work, um, that's why, you know, like when they talk about alien invasions and uh, UFOs and shit, you know what they're more concerned about? They're not concerned about us finding out the truth. They're concerned that life as we know it would cease to go on if we knew the aliens were out there. Mm-hmm. We would stop going to our jobs. Economies yeah. would crash. All because now we know aliens exist. <laughs> yeah. So imagine that. If, I mean, that there. tells you a lot about this yeah. economy. That, that our government is trying to keep us docile, keep us in control, because they know that if we learn the truth, that the truth might set us free. And that truth is going to topple down old systems like the fossil fuel industry or uh, corporate America. Um, <clears throat> I just find that fascinating. It tells a lot. It tells you a lot about what their agenda really is, is to keep us under 
Keep us tame. Keep us under control. And while I am the kind of person that I don't like people getting radicalized or hateful or uh, aggressive or violent, um, but we got to start getting some juice back in the motor, man. We got to start getting our uh, zeal for life back and start getting civic minded because if we don't, um, you know, we're, we're going to lose it all. And I think we need to start building platforms that are cross cultural and cross uh, political. In other words, we need liberals and conservatives to shut the fuck up and get along for once because the only way we're going to get through this mess is to stop it. And that's why Fox news is so destructive because they're just adding fuel to the f- anger fire every day. And every day it's liberal bashing on Fox News, it's conservative bashing on MSNBC, and while sometimes I agree with their greater point, if we don't all just stop, if we don't shut up and start working together, we're going to all deal with the the, the outcome of no good jobs, everything expensive, uh, cost of living outrageous, overpopulation, uh, and then of course the ecological impact on such, um, man, it's I know, it's depressing, but that's why I need you guys to understand why I need your help because I'm a fighter. We need fighters in this world to, to educate and to lay it out straight so people get what's going on in a way that's not uh, politically divisive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me look at my list because we're almost done here. Um, <clears throat> I, oh, oh. Uh, I wanted to talk about we've got all these things. Uh, types of people to avoid, types of people to embrace, the world today, best advice, WandaVision. Uh, I wanted to say, now if you begin to feel an intense and crushing feeling of religious terror at the concept, don't be alarmed. That indicates only that you are still sane. And that's how I feel about Ukraine. That's how I feel about our politics. If you're sad and down and, and, and your soul is crushed by what's going on in this country or what's going on in the world right now, uh, that only proves that you are still saying you guys and uh it's not about picking on any one person it's not about hate it's about calling shit like it is and and dealing in objective reality so that we can work together and fix the problems but uh, i wanted to say i want to end this on a positive note uh wandavision <laughs> uh we got through eight episodes there's nine episodes what do you think about wandavision i think it's so good. It's so it's well so, done. It's really creative. It's really well done. Yeah. It brings up some really heavy stuff. Um, yeah. Well, what I like about it, the show, you guys, and I'll try not to give away the ending because I don't know the ending. <laughs> we have one episode <laughs> left. Um, <clears throat> what I like about it is that it shows Wanda growing up on TV her whole life. Mm-hmm. And then when she met uh, Vision, they became close through TV mm-hmm. and watching television yeah. together because she was teaching him about our cultures and, and customs feelings and, and feelings. Right. Yeah. He was learning to human. humanity. Mm-hmm. And I just find the humanity in that so terrific. And then, so it goes into Sokovia and, and the bombing that happened in her apartment building that she lived in with her family when she was a child. It goes into all these great, great concepts. Uh, but man, Oh, I know this night last episode is going to make me cry. <laughs> it's going to fuck me up. I know it. Sure it's it so is. well done, you guys, because, and I won't give away too much, but uh, the first episode starts out on a TV, sh- they're in a TV show in the 50s. And then the next episode, a TV show from the 60s. And then a TV show from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. And you can identify which shows 
they're they're mm-hmm. copying their style from. Yeah. The first one's kind of like uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Father Knows Best, Leave It to Beaver. I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy, like, right. Yeah. And then the 60s was kind of like um, Dobie Gillis or something. And then the 70s was like Brady Bunch. Uh, and then the 80s was kind of like... Uh, Family ties. Family ties, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the 90s was like Malcolm in the Middle, and then the, the 2000s uh, was like... Um, Modern Family. Modern Family yeah. and The Office. Yeah. We saw all these little tropes, yeah. And so it's so well done, and, and um, uh, just if you start that show and you're like, where is this going? Keep watching, you guys. Don't get bored. You're, you're going to watch four or five episodes going, why are we watching them in TV shows? What the fuck? <laughs> and then they start kind of, you start understanding what's going on. And it is so smart and so well done. It but is. what really gets me the, the best, the, the most about the show is the, the relationship between uh, Vision and her. They're both broken people. And they, f- they fix each other in the end. Oh, it's making me cry. Yeah, it's it's great. It's really good. Yeah. And that's the the point of why I brought that up, because um, it reminds me of Zack Snyder's Justice League, where um, Cyborg, at the end, he goes, I'm not alone, and I'm not broken. Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, it just gives me the feels, because... You guys, I'm a lover, not a fighter, a hater. Um, I'm a fighter, but I'm a fighter for what's right for all people. I'm not trying to cause problems. I just, <clears throat> you get upset and you got to get it off your chest. And then once you get things off your chest, you got to process those feelings. Get them out. But don't bottle shit up and become a stronger, better version of yourself. And if you care enough to act, I believe that we can act uh, to help each other in some way. And um, not just by helping my podcast, but... Any coalition that's helping um, <clears throat> fight systemic racism, systemic inequality, um, they don't have to be necessarily political organizations, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, I think that's, you know, kind of like uh, 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 the Matrix. The Matrix talks, talks about that we didn't accept the first program because it was too perfect, that we have to have struggle in order to find meaning in our life. What do you think about that? Do you think that's true? And to what extent? I think, yeah, I think it's true. And you have to have some adversity to appreciate the good yeah. and the happy. I and- think that's why I get upset at some of these celebrities. It doesn't feel like they earned it. Yeah. It's yeah. not that they're rich. It's that they, some of them didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I mean, wanted to earn it. And I think that some people just have too much adversity and too much sadness and too much hardship. And yeah. you need some to balance everything out. But right. it's it skewed. Yeah. What would wrong you, way for well, a lot of people. We're almost done. We're at an hour and 27. We've got three minutes left, hon. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you the floor. I want to, I want to ask you um, <clears throat> how uh, people who feel broken, who are running out of gas in this life, in this world, who are becoming faithless in God or in our institutions, um, how do we find power uh, and how do we, what do we do? What how do we find balance and love and joy? I'm not sure because I'm trying to do that myself. <laughs> you just try to concentrate on the the little moments and the little things and <clears throat> find things that you enjoy and kind of throw yourself into them. Yeah. To give you peace of mind. Don't forget everything that's happening out there because you have to be aware of it in order to fight it. But you don't have to be aware of it all the time. To, yeah. Exactly. Learn to unplug from time to time. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Because when I do pay attention to that stuff too much. Like when we were watching MSNBC every night, show after show after show. Yeah. 
it just it's too much. You feel uptight and wound <clears throat> up and just and it just all the and, time and then you start seeing the world in red and blue and i don't want to see the world in through a blue lens i want to see the world right. through a clear lens yeah so you have to stay aware of things but don't mm. let yourself get caught up in it because it can yeah it can tank your mental health yeah um, it can yeah you know i think uh at the end of the day you guys um there is no one size fit it's all solution. And I want you guys to know that if you have religion in your life and it's given you the goodness and wholesomeness and faith and community and all the good things that we get and derive out of religion, uh, more power to you, man. I'm not trying to say that uh, that might not work for you. If, it, if it's working for you, don't listen to me. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that I get tired of the hypocrisy in it. You know, that's all. If you really are a good Christian, then be a good Christian. And if you're, you know... If we are a Christian nation, we I want to see results. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that we can get all the same things that religion gives us. Faith, community, healing, uh, wholesomeness, supernatural positivity and protection. Uh, all those things can be done without there being a specific religion tied to it. And so yeah. while I respect all religions, I also believe that you're either all right or you're all wrong, and there is no in-between, and I just don't see enough evidence of angels, evidence of God, evidence of goodness. I don't see any supernatural powers taking the reins of a society that's all done by mankind. These are human problems, and human beings are the fault of why things are going wrong. If we can adjust that to where men, people, men and women, take control we can force our institutions to help us to to do the right thing. We can force our morality and ethics onto them, and uh, I think we can force good results when we keep, hold them accountable. But but just know that you have to unplug from time to time and self care, and yeah, just get involved in the, your joys, get involved in the things that you love, and um, but. You know, don't hurt and hate on people just because they're political. Those are the activists who are trying to help. If it's not for you, hey, okay, I get that. But uh, at the end of the day, we need those people because people like Brian Tyler Cohen, people like Bo of the Fifth Column, they're educating people on the ridiculousness of our political spectrum right now. And um, while it can come off a little bit, I don't know, biased, um, I don't know. I think I think the the Republican Party, if they're so wholesome and they're so Christian, then why are they getting so crazy? I, I just, I don't, it, something's not adding up there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it is time that we uh, end this broadcast. Uh, I was feeling a little down and broken. Uh, we're always going to get angry. We're always going to get frustrated. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to bottle those things up. I think it's a great idea to cry as often as you need to cry. Scream into a pillow as often as you need to scream into a pillow. Go outside and kick grass, kick a tree. Don't kick an animal. Don't kick anything <laughs> that's going to get hurt. But I mean, just, you know, cry, get it out. Uh, uh, we have to process our emotions and sometimes it's r- real hard struggles. Sometimes we have to cry until we start ugly crying, you know? Sometimes we have to um, get mad until we fume and punch and kick pillows and and that's why kickboxing is so good that's why weightlifting and running for me is so good 
Um, at the end of the day, I feel like there's so much angst in our society and empaths are feeling it all. And at the end of the day, our more uh, gentle, our more introverted people seem to be um, absorbing the, the brunt, the biggest portion of, of all that anger, hate, and hardship. And uh, I just want to see those people do well, you know? Especially since we are those people. <laughs> we are those people. And, you know, but see, that's just it. Is I want I want regular folks, regular working people. I want act up, act out, be yourself, have character and charisma. Don't let your poverty make you think that you're ugly or weak. Fuck that shit, man. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so very much, babe. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your uh, friendship and support. Um, uh, yeah, you know, there are no easy answers. The world will make you feel broken. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we can pick up the pieces like Humpty Dumpty, put them back together again. And it does make us stronger, uh, so long as we allow it to don't, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like you've become stronger as a person because of your hardships? Yeah, I do. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm stronger or very strong, but I think, Ultimately, at the bottom of it, yeah, I have. Yeah. It has. Right, right, right. Well, you guys, we love you. And uh, that is uh, two in the bag, as they say, uh, of episodes for this week. My last one, if you didn't uh, listen yet, it's on demons and malicious entities. Ooh, it's it's a good one. I'm proud of that one. That one ranks up there with my Dark Triad one. It was so much work and effort went into it. And I think you will find it fascinating if you're into the paranormal. Uh, uh, we are here to be mostly positive. But every once in a while, you got to wax a little negative, get it off your chest, uh, to process it, to process it, to get it off your chest. I am not trying to hate on anyone. I am not trying to hurt anyone. I am trying to help. And I love all people. I don't care where you come from. It's about love. It's about healing. It's about hope. Um, just that we have to do it in real terms because if we do just the bare minimum and we just kind of play the Christian part and we're just, oh, I'm a good Christian and I believe in good things and, and we don't really act upon our Christianity, then you're just reading from a script. You're not really living it. You're not, you be a good person from the heart, man. Gotta, you gotta come from the heart. You know? It does. Passion. Yeah. Passion is a saloon door, you guys. Passion is a saloon door. It swings both ways. It can make you very hateful. It can make you very uh, joyous. And I'm a passionate person, and I try so hard to allow my passion to become an agent of positivity and hope and good. But, yeah, every once in a while, you got to get all those little toxins out of your system and go, okay, I feel better now. And hope that your audience stays there with you and understands that you're doing it to show them that we're not trying to be negative. We're just trying to show you that shit gets real, man. It does. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, you guys. We'll see you next week. And uh, you got any last words for us, baby? No, just hang in there. Hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> Take a nap when you need to. Yeah. If you need to eat a little extra once in a while. Take a day off when you need to. Take a day off when you need to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, dudes. All right. Thank you so much, babe. I love you. Uh, hang in there, you, you guys. Uh, the next episode won't be nearly as uh, angsty, I promise. <laughs> but we got to go there sometimes, man. That's 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 how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we get better. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.